Hello everyone and welcome to Brick by Brick. This is a podcast that focuses on the intersection between faith, leadership, and psychology. I'm Dr. Terrence Booker and I'm going to be your host. Super excited to share with you today. So everyone, get comfortable, relax, grab you a notebook. Let's get ready to learn and grow. What is self-esteem? Self-esteem is your overall opinion of yourself and how you feel about your abilities and limitations. When you have a healthy self-esteem, you feel good about yourself and you see yourself as deserving of the respect of others. Self-esteem begins to form in early childhood and many factors can influence self-esteem, including your thoughts and perceptions, how other people react to you, experiences at home, school, work, and in the community, illness, disability, or injury, age, role and status in society, and media messages. Relationships with those close to you, such as parents, siblings, peers, teachers, and other important contacts are important to your self-esteem. Many beliefs you hold about yourself today reflect messages you've received from these people over time. Other terms have been often used interchangeably with self-esteem, including self-worth, self-regard, and self-respect. So as we process through this today, the next question becomes, why is self-esteem important? Self-esteem impacts your decision-making process, relationships, emotional health, and overall well-being. It also influences motivation as people with healthy and positive views of themselves understand the potential and may feel inspired to take on new challenges. Thinking about motivation specifically took me right back into the front seats of my one-on-one psychology class in undergrad, and many of you may remember, Abraham Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. Maslow produced the Hierarchy of Needs, which consists of five distinct groups of needs, physiological, safety, love-slash-belonging, esteem, and self-actualization. To achieve happiness, we must first satisfy our physiological needs, and the inability to do so prevents us from dedicating the time and energy required to satisfy our more complex needs. Esteem is the fourth layer of Maslow's five-tier model of human motivation, and is thought to be interrelated with the other levels of needs. There are a number of component needs involved in achieving a sense of self-esteem, such as respect of others, an internal acceptance of who we actually are, confidence and achievement. The need for internal acceptance is necessary for any external validation to have a significant and long lasting effect. For example, if we behave in a certain way that is at odds with our true personality in order to fit in within a particular social group, there remains an underlying awareness that you are not really being accepted and your approval only lasts as long as you can sustain the act. That is, you tend to know for real if you're being fake. So as we process this even deeper, the question becomes, is my self-esteem healthy? Now, self-esteem tends to fluctuate over time, depending on circumstances. So it's normal to go through times when you feel down about yourself and times when you feel good about yourself as well. So generally, however, self-esteem stays in a range that reflects how you feel about yourself overall and increases slightly with age. So we want to consider how we recognize the extremes of self-esteem. So starting with low self-esteem, when you have a low or negative self-esteem, you put little value on your opinions and ideas. 
You focus on your perceived weaknesses and faults, and you give scant credit to your skills and assets. You believe that others are more capable or successful. You might find it difficult to accept positive feedback. You might fear failure, or you may hold back from success at work or school. So the other end of that, when you have a healthy self-esteem, it means you have a balanced, accurate view of yourself. For instance, you have a good opinion of your abilities, but recognize your flaws. When self-esteem is healthy and grounded in reality, it's hard to have too much of it. Boasting and feeling superior to others around you isn't a sign of too much self-esteem. It's often more likely the evidence of insecurity and low self-esteem. So four characteristics to look out for for healthy self-esteem are one, a firm understanding of one's skills. Two, the ability to maintain healthy relationships with others as a result of having a healthy relationship with oneself. Three, realistic and appropriate personal expectations. And four, an understanding of one's needs and the ability to express those needs. Now, the next question I think of is how do I change or shift my self-esteem if I'm finding myself on the lower end of the spectrum? Fortunately, there are steps you can take to address problems with your perception of yourself and faith in your abilities. Some actions that you can take to improve that self-esteem include becoming more aware of negative thoughts. So learning how to identify distorted thoughts that are impacting your self-worth. We'll talk about that more in a future episode. You can also challenge negative thinking patterns. When you find yourself engaging in negative thinking, try countering those thoughts with more realistic and or positive ones. Using positive self-talk, so practicing reciting positive affirmations to yourself. And then practicing self-compassion. Practice forgiveness for yourself for your past mistakes and moving forward by accepting all parts of yourself quick note here is that low self-esteem can contribute to or be a symptom of mental health disorders. These include anxiety and depression. So if you're experiencing these, consider speaking with a doctor or a therapist about available treatment options, which may include psychotherapy in person or online, medications, or a combination of both. We know that from time to time we may feel low, and we also know that if we have this persistent feeling with that we can get help and additional support, and that is okay. I want to normalize getting help from others and really identifying that as a state of self-care. So as we end, I want to pose a question of the week. We know one way to improve your self-esteem is to commit to a daily routine that encourages your growth and development. So my question is, what daily practice can you perform to boost your confidence? This has been Brick by Brick, a podcast at the intersection of faith, leadership, and psychology. Thank you so much for your time and your attention. We'd love to hear from you. Please send us in your voice messages. Want to know what's really resonating with you as you're processing through the content. If you like, please do like and subscribe. Also, think of a few people that you would like to share with so they can gain this value as well. I look forward to continuing to learn and grow together. Until next time, see you again soon.